Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to Talking with People, a quarantine football with Nate and Ryan production. I know you all miss the voice of the originators, but they are still in college, and that means yours truly, Adam Pallant, will be your ongoing guest host for the foreseeable future. Now, I'm excited. The next several episodes, I will be going back to the grassroots of the show and talk about the NFL, recapping last season, recapping the draft, previewing the upcoming season, talking about various topics of interest. But I will be talking not to players, but to those more important to the game, the fans, specifically fans who are friends of mine. So maybe you'll hear us discuss running backs getting on Zoom calls, or we'll talk Steelers and Giants and Cowboys, uh, the Chiefs and Eagles boring-ass Super Bowl, Bills, are they finally going all the way? Are they a bust? The horrible Broncos, Browns, Bears, injury to Joe Burrow. We'll talk about all that, but not all today. These are just some of the topics, so don't worry. We won't bore the crap out of you today. I am bringing back a very popular guest. Yes, yes, fans, ladies, you sent all the letters. I heard you. I brought back my longtime friend, fellow Twin Rivers, New Jersey survivor, grown and fed locally, farm to table, and a diehard Phillies fan, Andrew Myers. How are you doing today, Andy? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Doing very well. Very well. Fans, uh, I just want to make sure you know, in case you hear a change in our voice, we have the uh, the the Nationals uh, Phillies game on the game one of the doubleheader today. So if if you hear us cringe or scream, it's because Wheeler is just not pitching well here in the second inning. It's now two outs with men on the corner still and making me physically ill. So Andy, before we start talking baseball, uh, baseball, there you go. See now I'm mixed up. Before we start talking Steelers, here's a trivia question for you to, uh, just to get it all started. Who is the all-time defensive interceptions leader in a Steelers uniform? All-time defensive. All-time, I would say interceptions. Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson is fourth. Mel Blunt. Mel Blunt. Outstanding. Mel Blunt okay. is number one with 57. <clears throat> uh, followed, of course, close by Jack Butler, um, Donnie Shell, and, of course, Rod Woodson. Rounding out the top five was Dwayne Woodruff with 37 interceptions. How about that, right? Yeah, old school. Um, some of those names. Patrick's got 17 already, so not too bad considering he's only played um, he's only played 61 games so far with the Steelers. Not too bad. All right, so let's sit back um, again. Pour yourself a drink if you have it. I know it's a little early for you. I've got my I got my Malbec uh, Argentinian 2021. Uh, not a great year. Um, so as long as you're ready to go, let's start from last year. It was a disappointing season in some way, nine and eight. They missed the playoffs, had some positives though. Um, start the season started with Trubisky at QB and a two and six start, which was painful and ended with, uh, Pickett at QB winning six <clears> and seven and ending the year on a four game winning streak. So in your opinion, let's start what went wrong <clears> besides what anything I just said. Well, I don't think last year was a total disaster by any means. Their expectations were pretty low. The biggest thing to come out of last year, I think any Steeler fan would would agree with this, is that did they they found the quarterback. I feel like they found that foundation going forward, and obviously that would be Kenny Pickett, um, because you know you're from Roethlisberger that you know he was Hall of Fame quarterback for so long. The next step, the next phase in this organization, future, 
was who was going to be the next quarterback of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously Trubisky, I think we all knew wasn't the long-term answer anyway. Right. Sort of a bridge. Um, I, I honestly was surprised Pickett was, you know, going to be inserted as early as he was. I figured he would probably sit maybe like three quarters of the season. Steelers maybe were like around 500, a little less, and then boom, he would come in or be kind of slowly groomed in. But the way the season started in a big hole, Trubisky wasn't playing well. Uh, I mean, you can fault a lot of the play calling as well. Um, but again, you had he was inserted when they were down, and then he won the last four. Um, and honestly, I think a lot of fans going into this year, based on at least the la- the end of last year, are pretty optimistic mm-hmm. going into this year, especially with the quarterback position. And also, I think you could throw in other things like, you know, George Pickens at wide receiver and other things that developed, and then obviously the draft. So I think last year was not – a disaster by any means. I mean, they were over 500 again, and Tomlin has that record. I know, you know, he's not been a great playoff coach, but regular season, you can't, the numbers are the numbers and he finds a way to have winning teams every year. So I think there's a lot of excitement going into this year. Now, are you excited that they, they brought back uh duck or are not? Uh, well, they didn't bring that. You mean Rudolph? Yeah, yeah, brother Duck Rudolph. Uh, uh, am I mixing up my quarterback? Rudolph. No, Duck was another quarterback. Uh, well, they, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking Duckworth, the, the Todd, you know, the, the former pitcher for the Phillies. See, that's what. Oh, but he, um, no, I mean, he's a third string quarterback. I don't really get excited I about that. I, I was only playing. It's just, it's just funny that he, I remember a headline. The it was it was the offseason, and the headline was they brought him back. I'm like, how is that a headline? They should have just snuck it, you know, it snuck yeah. him to the back door because nobody. Was really going to be excited about it, but I agree with you. I, I think the season to start off very poorly. Trubisky was just—he was a failed experiment as a starter. I, I like him as a backup. You know, if the uh, if anything happens to pick it as a, uh, I'm I'm okay with him going back in. But you know, uh, hopefully they can do better. I think their their schedule is a little easier. I think an 88th easiest schedule next year. So I wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be horrible to have Trubisky if needed. I was concerned last year. Pickett was having a tough time throwing touchdowns. Uh, maybe it was his rookie fears. Maybe you know the little little difficulty with nerves. But uh, he was running well. But he, he just didn't look like he could throw the touchdowns. Despite well, the, the other thing is here. the big other thing about the Steelers, and I think again all the Steelers fans would agree with this was their play calling was dreadful. I mean, Matt Canada. A lot of people are surprised he's back. Um, he was the root of all evils when you heard the Pittsburgh talk shows and radio shows. Evan was on his back. I mean, I'm surprised he's back. Maybe they wanted a little consistency with pick, you know, picket coming, you know, his second year having the same coordinator because you don't want to keep switching coordinators. But his play calling was college level, you know, and it just not, you know, the good defensive coordinators in the NFL just suffocated their offense mm-hmm. because the play calling was so poor. I mean, how many those screens he threw? Like, can he throw the ball out, you know, over the line of scrimmage? Like those screens and their, their running game was questionable. There was a lot of issues with their play calling. Um, so hopefully this year he maybe has a little more confidence in Pickett and maybe has better calls, better plays. But his job is definitely on the line. I mean, if you're talking about a hot seat in Pittsburgh, his is about as hot as it can be. And the, the old line wasn't that good either last year. Uh, well, they made some big changes this year. They drafted Broderick Jones, you know, uh, the tackle from Georgia with their first pick in the draft. They... Um, Drafted or they uh, signed Isaac um, Cianalo from the Eagles. Uh, they 
signed him and they uh, and Nate Herbig. Like, so they got better on their offensive line. And I feel like that's one of the groups on this team that actually goes from a weakness to a strength. And actually their offensive line towards the end of last year was playing much, much better. But now I feel like they're going to be a strength of this team if they're going to, if they can stay healthy, definitely a strength of this team uh, for this year. You know, the secret's always staying healthy. And, and, and I think that's a nice uh, transition to what went right uh, this past year. And I think you nailed it as, as the team just got better um, after Pickett started and got his uh, footing. Um, I think both Pickett and Pickens both took huge step forwards. And, um, and even uh, the, the combo of uh, Warren and Harris were a nice double threat out of the backfield. Yes. I mean, the running game got better as the year got on. I mean, in the NFL, if you can run the ball successfully, you're going to win a lot of games. And you look at the Eagles, look at all the good teams in the NFL. If you can run, you know, you create, you know, it just creates a lot of opportunities in the passing game. Um, the, you know, the other big thing is I think the Steelers, you know, they're not usually a team where you say they win the off season, right? Like, you know, they, they really can't about the regular season, right? But they did have a very good off season. And if we start, Look at the draft, Omar Khan's first draft uh, as a GM. Um, I feel like the trade he made for Claypool to the Bears, nobody knew the Bears would wind up having, you know, the first pick in the draft, meaning the first pick in the second round as well. And mm -hmm. the Steelers got that second round pick in the draft. So they essentially almost had two first round picks. That's right. And they were able to get Joey Porter Jr., which was an absolute steal. And he's been having a great camp. So you look at Broderick Jones as a tackle first, and then you're going Joey Porter Jr., as your second pick, I mean, you just improved your team right there, mm -hmm. not including any of the acquisitions. And then obviously the rest of the draft is pretty good, but those two players, it's like two first round picks, two players who are going to come in from, go into a place where there was weakness on the team and now could actually make it a strength. Absolutely. So I think top, there's a yeah, lot of people of the, who are yeah excited to see those two players play. Yeah. Two out of the top 32. Joy Porter is outstanding. And just the, the fun of having uh Former Steeler Joey Porter on the team is, is great. Broderick yes. Jones, I mean, the first team all SEC selection to watch him uh, blocking for Pig and Harris is going to be a lot of fun. And I'll tell you something else. Keanu Benton, uh, defensive lineman, is a good player. He's going to, you know, the Steelers run defense has always been something where they need to work on. So here and then honestly, Darnell Washington, people are talking about him, the third round pick, um, the tight end from Georgia, who's like really known for his blocking. And he's having a really good camp also. He's been playing with some of the first team as well. I mean, he's not. Friermuth in terms of that ability, but his pa but his uh, pass blocking has been exceptional. And here's a guy that people think was an absolute steal in the third round. So again, they have a lot of um, they had a very good draft just based on, on paper, you know, and uh, and what the you know people have been saying. So we'll see how that um, you know goes into reality. But I think the draft was a huge success for the Steelers. Absolutely agree. And, and, uh, and fans, I did have uh, the Ryan Licht uh, pick of the draft was he loved Arnold Washington. Uh, he loved the idea of the uh, two tight end format. So it, when it's given to Ryan Licht seal of approval. So that's, that says a lot. Well, the other thing too, is if you look at a lot of the Steeler games last year, and I know you watched them as well as I did, they didn't really attack the middle of the field a lot. They did those bubble screens and they were just, you know, they didn't throw the ball deep. And they didn't attack the middle of the field. <clears throat> and for them this year, with the two tight end sets, if they do go that way, they're going to, you know, Fryermuth and, you know, they're going to open up the middle of the field more. Mm -hmm. And I think if you middle open up the middle of the field, again, that's a big attack point where right. you have the receivers and the speed that they have. I mean, you're throwing also like the receiving core. We talked about Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Obviously, hopefully he'll score a touchdown this year. But 
Uh, he no touchdowns last year, but then you have Calvin Austin the third, who was out all last year, so he's essentially a rookie, even though he was a rookie last year. Right. He's really quick, so in the slot, you have now a quick guy who can maybe do his quick slants. So they have, I feel like their offense has it like an identity now. Like they haven't had an identity on offense for several years, and I feel like if the play calling can be better, and obviously if they can execute a game plan, they can really have a really good identity on this team. There you go. I like that. And I, I, yeah. I, and that is definitely is important. I think in all the great teams, uh, all the winning teams have the identity. You know what type of offense they're bringing into the uh, the game, and 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 still you, you still have to prepare for it. And and in the last draft play, I, I loved uh, how the uh, Steelers got uh, Nick Herbig from Wisconsin, the uh, and then signed the uh, Nate Herbig too. So you got a, you got a couple yes. of those guys, which is nice. So a nice little uh, melding, a nice a family concept there, which I thought was a really good. Uh, uh, pick as well and then i don't know how uh what Corey trice out of purdue or spencer anderson out of maryland but you know that seventh round you know maybe we'll get lucky well trice was having a great camp he hurt his knees out for the year now no, uh, on injury reserve okay. but they're going to keep him they're not going to just release him so i mean he hopefully he can come back next year but he was really having a nice camp in the beginning yeah. it's a shame um, they, but, the, you know, they did on the offseason again, pa- Patrick Peterson, they signed him. Mm-hmm. They signed DeMonte Kazee, or they re-signed him. Um, so basically they have, you know, they have Levi Wallace, you have Joey Porter um, the second, and then you have Minka Fitzpatrick, obviously. So their defensive backfield has changed big time mm-hmm. again this year. And I feel like their defense, I know we say this all the time, they have the pieces to be like a top, like, three or four defense. I mean, they have the names, right? Right. you know, it just is Cam Hayward. Eventually he's getting older and older. He's 34. What is he going to drop in any production? Mm-hmm. Obviously Watt hopefully is healthy this year. That's a big thing. Um, you know, they signed a slew of linebackers. They're kind of replacing the miles Jack uh, and Spillane with like a Holcomb and Roberts. And they have, they signed, we signed Highsmith. So, I mean, they have the players on defense. Um, I feel like they've always come up a little short from the expectation standpoint to reality, if they can stay healthy again, that's the thing. Um, they have the players on defense to be a top top team. Absolutely. I agree. Yep. And the and the defense uh, as Watt goes, the defense goes. And if they can start, yeah, start out strong. If he can stay healthy, the, the defense will be a threat. Yeah, and I know you're going to go over the schedule, but again, their division by no means it, it's a, it's a difficult division. It's always been. I mean, it's you know, Ashmouth. Um, you know, you have the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Browns can't be any worse. You've got to think Deshaun Watson's going to play better. And obviously the Bengals are one of the top teams in the AFC. Um, so there's a lot of firepower in the division. So the defense is going to have to play at a very high level just to keep them in the games. Yep. You know, they, they got a tough schedule and we go through, we'll, uh, even though it says statistically the eighth easiest, but uh, as we go through it, I, I don't see it easy at all. So, and uh, so we'll move on to that. I, even though I, for some reason I was bothered by the uh, losses of Snell and Derek Watt in the backfield, I just felt there was a lot of experience there. Did you feel that was a factor or not at all? I didn't really think, well, McFarlane kind of has shined at the end of the year and has actually had a good camp. Snell was the kind of guy, they have Jalen Warren, you know, they have a backup running back. I feel like these, those two moves were, I mean, Watt had like, what, only a few carries all year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So those aren't players that are going to change the, the, you know, the end of the year. Like it's not, they're not game changing right, players. Right. You know, they play very, very random, you know, randomly. So those guys aren't going to make a big difference. I feel like the people they brought in are going to be better fits for this team. And no, hopefully I, they are. I don't know why. I don't know why it bothered me. Maybe I just, I, I, I remember just had them having good moments 
and I thought they were uh, veterans. But as I said, if they brought in a uh, better or at least uh, equivalents, then so be it. They definitely yeah. had to make continue making changes, and and there you go. All right, so now that we can look ahead uh, to the schedule, 2023-24. Um, we're going to go into week one, the first week one home opener since 2014. And the Steelers have four primetime games this year. So that'll be interesting. It'll, that'll, that'll really ruin my, uh, my Tuesdays and my, and my, my Mondays as they, um, as they're on those days. So, so what we'll do, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the game a little, and you'll tell me if you think it's going to be a win, if you think it's going to be a loss, and then <clears> of course I'll, I'll tell you mine. So we'll start with week one Niners in Pittsburgh what do you think is going to happen? So you're right off, you're starting with one of the best teams in the NFL. And the Niners, you talk about the Steelers having a good defense. The Niners have an exceptional defense. Um, obviously, the quarterback is an issue right now because Brock Purdy's coming off the elbow injury. Supposedly, he's going to play. He's ready to go. Um, obviously, McCaffrey, Samuels. I mean, they have a very, very good team. Um, they can beat you in so many ways. You know, I like the Steelers, and the only reason I'm going to say that is because I feel like they're home. And I know you know home doesn't win the game, mm-hmm. but like I feel like the, the the Niners are a team. Again, at the end of the year, if they were playing like week 15 or 16, where the Niners have been gelling for a while and getting in that groove, I think it may be different. But I feel week one, home, you know, uh, all this new talent coming out, all these new, you know the rookies playing. I, I feel like they they have like a statement to make, and I and I can and I'm, Tomlin. The games that worry me are the teams that are inferior. Mm-hmm. And then they like, you know, they don't play up to expectations. Steelers playing down to their opponent. When yes. they play really good teams, mm-hmm. they sh- tend to show up. Right, right. And I feel like this will be no different. So I feel like they're going to win this game. And it's going to be like a 16-13 or 19-17 type game. I don't see it. It's definitely not going to be like high scoring with these right, two defenses. Right. Yeah, I, I, I went with the same thing. I, I felt that the, uh, the defense – uh, can put enough pressure on the uh, the QB, whoever it's going to be for the Niners. I had the Steelers winning as well. I, I just, as long as McCaffrey doesn't go crazy, um, I, I think it could be a um, a win by the Steelers. So we both agree, uh, win in week one. All right, good start. So then we move to week two, eight days later on Monday Night Football uh, at home against the Browns. What do you think? I'm I'm always the type of person that always says, okay, in the AFC North, they're going to split. They're going to win their home games and lose their road games. And of course, I'm always wrong because that's <laughs> part of not knowing. Right, right. But um, I feel like they could beat the Browns at home. Again, Monday night, someone has a good Monday night record. The Steelers play well on Monday night. The Browns, although I said earlier that they're going to be a little better to Sean Watson, I don't think they're going to be, I don't, it's not going to be like a revelation. So I feel like it's not gonna be like a renaissance. So I feel like the Steelers are still the better team. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at home on Monday night, they'll take care of the Browns. I, I agree wholeheartedly with you for another win. I, I I don't have faith in Watson. Matter of fact, I feel that it is going to be a historical uh, contractual failure for the Browns and what they did with uh, what they signed with Watson. And I feel it's going to go on and on. This will not be any different in, in 2023, 24. And uh, without the uh, the tandem uh, and uh, the Chubb was gone, I, I don't think the Browns have much of anything, really. So I gave uh, the Steelers the win. And again, especially considering it's home and eight days to recover from the Niners game, I think the Steelers are going to pull it out as well. So uh, we both gave it a win. And uh, both, the Steelers are 2-0. and oh. By the way, the Phillies are down 3 nothing because uh, two home runs already. I by saw the that. Niners. I was just looking at I know, I know. I'm sorry. I, I got right here. And uh, the, the fans who are listening know. They they know they, how uh, how we're feeling. All right, so. 
Week three we uh, is a, a night game, obviously, uh, against at the Raiders. Um, and the Raiders... I see this as a loss. First of all, they don't play the Raiders particularly well when they play them, like even when they were just the Oakland Raiders. Um, I just, I, I don't have, I, I feel like the Steelers are going to be one of these teams where they're going to look great one week and then they're going to, the next week you'd be like, what is going on? <laughs> and I feel like this is the what is going on type of game. Um, first road game of the year, I feel like they're going to come off two, you know, you come off a division win at home if they come off that Browns win. 2-0, riding high, that big, you know, that any division game takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. I feel like to reset and now you're going into across the country into Vegas. I don't. I think this is going to be a game they trip up. All right. Well. Um, okay. So our first disagreement. I, I'm not a fan of the Raiders. I think they're a they're an average team at best, and I think they've got too many too many guys who are overpaid and and overhyped. And I don't like their secondary, at least from what I've been able to read and and what the experts agree on. So I gave it another Steelers win because why not? So I, I say one of us has to be wrong. So um, I like so basically this. they're going to be seventeen and zero is what you're saying. No more. I can't. <laughs> no, no. The, the schedule the schedule gets worse, but uh, but early on we're 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 cheering, we're we're excited. So so now after that, and it, and honestly, I almost agree with you because I was look, I was almost like a looking ahead game because they go to game week four at Houston, who I think is going to be terrible again. So what do you think is going to happen there? So I think they'll beat Houston. And again, you know, they may like, I, I just don't see them losing to Houston. I mean, they have, they have, a, they're going to have a rookie quarterback playing. They have so many, they were building. And in the NFL, it's, you know, when you rebuild at the level that they're rebuilding, they have a lot of talent from the draft. I mean, they drafted two right. high profile guys, but again, it's the fourth game of the year, a team like that, the quarterback is going to take them a little while to kind of get into the NFL, you know, game. Mm-hmm. Um, the speed of the game and everything. So I feel like the Steelers, their defense will be able to feast on this on the, on the um, offense of Houston. And I think the Houston's defense has nothing to you know jump up and down about. So I think the Steelers are going to Houston and should win that game uh, pretty easily. And I agreed with you there. So um, going into the after the first four games, uh, you got them three and one. I got them four and zero. Oh, so not too far off. And then comes week five. They come back home uh, for the Ravens. The game one against the Ravens. Um, so the Ravens are an interesting team because they made, a, obviously, they, you know, they signed Jackson. They have Odell. Like, mm-hmm. so they're, they're going to be, and, and it's, they, it, these games are always, these are tight. They're always tight. And I always like to split them. And this year I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to say the Ravens beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. because I feel like the this, again, I love the Steelers. Obviously, you know that. And I, I can be very partial like most fans but i also feel like the ravens expose a weakness of the steelers they run the ball well and the steelers rush defense has just not been great over the last several years so i feel like this is the type of team even though it's in pittsburgh that they're gonna you know the steelers are gonna have to stop the run you know they're gonna have to put up points against a good defense very opportunistic baltimore defense I feel like it's going to be one of those games that, again, it's going to come down to the last five or six minutes. But I think the Ravens, um, you know, are, I think the Ravens will pull us one out. I, I, I unfortunately agreed with you on that one um, and to give them a loss. I, you know, I compare Lamar Jackson to a, uh, a Jacob deGrom situation where he wanted the money desperately. And he is just now on the 
the precipice of a of a career-ending injury, something bad's going to happen to Lamar. Now, whether it happens before week five or after, um, hopefully, uh, I don't want to wish injury on anybody. But if he is going to get injured, let it happen before game uh, week week five. But I did have them losing as well. Um, I, I, I picture OBJ just picking apart the uh, the secondary of the uh, the Steelers and uh, them taking their loss as well. So you're going into after week five, you have them at three and two, and I have them at four and one. Okay. How do you feel about a week six bye week? Too early? Well, they can't lose, so we know that's not going to happen. That's true. Um, it is an early bye week, but you know what? You never know. Maybe a guy gets a high ankle sprain week two, and that extra week helps. You know, like you know, the bye weeks are great in theory when it's like week ten or eleven. But again, they are on the schedule. Everyone gets them, mm-hmm. and you know, you, you the week off's a week off, so they can use it. And and that game against Baltimore is always going to be physical. There's always going to be bumps and bruises after that kind of game anyway. So the bye week, when it's after like a Ravens game, I'm okay with it. All right. Now you said they don't. Didn't Bobby Brister lose a bye week one time? I thought I thought when they but I thought he did. Thank you. Well, don't be surprised. I, I think I'll, I'll look into that. All right. So so after the bye week, now we're looking at almost 15 days after the Ravens game. They are at the Rams. So what do you what do you think is going to happen there? So the Rams again. McVay's a very good offensive coach. They're mm-hmm. going to have all this stuff, all these plays. You know, they, they run all these different for you know plays and formations. But I don't think the Rams are good. Like the reality is they're older. They, I mean, in cup is already injured, mm-hmm. you know, before, you know, the season didn't start yet. Stafford is, I mean, he's on his last legs as a quarterback in this league. He's had a great career, Hall of Fame career. Mm-hmm. But, um, but again, I feel like this is a game where the Steelers having that bye week. And if they do come off that loss, having the rest to prepare, you're going cross country, but you have 15 days, you know, like, so you have the time. Right. I feel like they're going to come in and uh, come out or go out to LA and win that game. I agree with hundred percent. I, I had the win there as well. I just, I did agree that uh, that long of that long of time, Tomlin and, uh, and kind of can put together a, uh, a good plan to win the game. And I, I and I feel that the Rams are, uh, are aging and uh, probably will go in, into the game uh, injured and playing a lot of uh, young guys or a lot of free agents. Cause that's just the way they are. I, I put them on the same page as the Raiders. I think they have a lot of overpaid guys now, and now they're uh, just unfortunate with the uh, contracts. By the way, the Steelers got out of the um, and they go bottom of the third, but it's still losing three nothing. Um, Cave is going to lead off batting two hundred four. By the way, so FYI, that's great. Yeah. All right. You so know, one um, thing, real quick, where we we, we didn't mention one of them. I think a nice addition to this team was Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. uh, the wide receiver. He's had a couple of injury played years, but you know he's taking a lot of leadership, a big leadership role in the wide receiver room, rooming with George Pickens during training camp. Um, I think it's a he has he's a very smart football player. I think he can bring a lot of intangibles into that wide receiver room. Runs really good, crisp routes. Has always been a really good route runner, and can be almost like a safety blanket uh, for Pickett. Um, and it's something again, it's, uh, if he can stay healthy, again everything comes down to that. But he's a kind of player that really could be a big like when it's third and six and you need that you 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 can't have a drop. You know, mm-hmm. that's the kind of guy, and he could be a big addition to this team. I really do. I, and we didn't talk about it, but I think that was a nice pickup. Well, that's interesting. Did Robinson just text you asking you to uh, to talk about him because he was upset? Did he tweet no, you right. and say, make sure you talk about yeah. me on the show? No. That, that no. seemed random, but I, I appreciate that. That's yeah. It's very true. Now, this is when you talk about it. Great, great addition. Great addition. Uh, I, I didn't even have him on my list. So there you go. All right. So um, 
let's assume now that uh, Robinson's on the team still. Okay. And uh, uh, we're now going into week eight versus the Jaguars at home. So what, what do you think you have? The Jaguars are up and coming. Obviously, they had a very good last year. Trevor Lawrence is, is taking the next step to what he should have been. Does he have great hair or what? Like, come on. He has great, amazing hair. Wow. He's like, like Lorenzo Lamas is the quarterback. He is. But wow. he also has an amazing arm. He does. And he is, you know, he's really good quarterback. He can run. He can do everything. Mm-hmm. The team has is loaded with talent on the offensive side of the ball. Their defense has gotten a little better. Um, I mean, they're not going to shut anybody out with it, but they've gotten better. I think they're well coached. I think Peterson's a good coach, perfect coach for that situation. He's a very good quarterback guru, and he's obviously he's he already showed it in that one year. This is the kind of game where I'm going to say the Steelers win, but it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be ugly because they give up some points to this team. Um, but I think they'll win because I don't think Jacksonville could stop the Steelers either. And I'm just going to say against being a home team. Um, and again, you know, we don't talk about Boswell. He's a really good kicker. He's very consistent. Um, we won't talk about the punter, but like, but Boswell's really good. And I feel like that's the kind of game where the kicking can be a big part at the end of the game. So I'm going to take the Steelers in it. I, I, I like it. I I didn't only because I I feel it's one of those uh, sandwich games. Um, mm-hmm. they, they 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 focus on the Ravens, and then they know that um, just a few days later they go into the um, they the Titans are coming in. So I felt that I don't want to say they're overlooking it. But I think it's too much for them to uh, – Jackson's too much for them to handle between uh, those three games. So I am not losing uh, that game. Um, so now they go to week nine. Uh, you're saying they're five and two. I'm saying they are um, – where am I? Four, five. They're five well, – five and two as well. So we're both saying they're five and okay. two with lots of different – so now you got the Titans Thursday night. It's an Amazon Prime video game, by the way. So unless you're watching on Amazon Prime, you ain't watching it. Thursday night, what do you think is going to happen? Now, this is in Pittsburgh. I think they'll win. I, the Titans, I think, are going to be terrible this year. I just – I don't like them. I don't like Tannehill. I don't like the team. I don't – they've lost some players. They're getting older. Derrick Henry looks – I don't know if he's lost anything, but he's not the same guy he was a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. I just feel like this is a game the Steelers um, – again, it's going to be a physical game because the Titans are – you know, Brable's a coach that has that type of intensity in his team – but I think the Steelers, talent-wise, are are better than the Titans. And being home, I think they won't let this one slip away. I I, I did agree with you as well. I got them winning the game. Um, uh, Henry, I I I just there's something about those uh, big tier running backs that I, I I see him scoring, you know, two or three touchdowns. But I think the um, I think the Steelers can pull that game out. I, I think they do, they do have the offense uh, to to put up more numbers than Titans can. Okay. So uh, there you go. So we're both now six and two. Going to week 10, uh, staying at home. This is now the third game at home. Um, the Packers are in town. And this is a Packers. I think they'll beat the Packers. Packers. <clears throat> yeah, this is the Jordan Love Packers. So I feel like they, they'll beat the Again, the Packers are a team in transition. Whenever you pretty much have a quarterback, who's, even though he's not a rookie, mm-hmm. this is the first full season. I, and again, they lost other players too. It wasn't like just Aaron Rodgers. Right. Um, and they've already have a little some injuries as well on this team. So I feel like this is a game again. They're de- when we talk about their schedule being a little on the easier side as compared to last year, these are the type of games when you're getting, you know, we looked at the schedule last year or when it came out, and you're thinking, okay, with Aaron Rodgers, you never know. And now you're taking Aaron Rodgers out of the equation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it changes the team. So I feel like this is a game again, the Steelers should be able to handle the Packers. I don't see the Packers as a um as the, I, I I think they're gonna finish like third in the division, to be honest with you. But yeah, I think the Steelers should win this game. 
I agree. I don't care if it's Jordan Love or Kevin Love. They're not being the Steelers. It doesn't matter. I give them the win as well. So that is putting um, both of us agreeing at seven and two through week. Uh, I can't be right. My math is off. What am I, what am I miss here? Well, they had a bye week. So oh, there you go. Thank you. I thought it was math, but not, instead it's that damn bye week that I hate in week six. All right. Then we are looking now week 11. Um, and here comes uh, the second time against the Browns this time in Cleveland, a one o'clock game. Not that that matters. So I like to div- split the division games <clears throat> just because I feel like the Steelers aren't good enough to assume they're going to win a road game. Division. It's not like they're coming off a 12 win season where you're like, they're not going to lose to the Browns. This is not the Cleveland Browns from, you know, X amount of years ago. Exactly. I think they're going to lose this game. I think if, if the Sean Watson does come back to what he was, this is deep enough in the season where he's going to be playing well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and again, they have a very good running team. Like they, you know, they have Chubb, one of the best running backs in the league. And again, that's Steelers. The last couple of years have struggled against the run. Um, I feel like this is a game they're going to slip. I think this is the Browns are going to win this game. Uh, on a positive note, Schwarber hit a two-run shot. It's three to two. However, okay. bad, bad. I picked also uh, Steelers losing to the Browns. I, I, again, I agree with you. I, I think they are they are Steelers are a good team and going to be better as the season progresses. But they're still splitting uh, those those uh, interdivisional um, uh, games, so they're going to lose. So we're both now looking at seven and three records. Uh, now they they got to stay in Ohio. And we're getting, we're, we have to assume that Burrow is healthy the, the whole season. So he'll be back. I mean, he has the calf, but it's only he'll be back. Yeah, it, well, he, starts. We know we know the calf can do. I mean, if he if he aggravates it, but let's assume for the argument's sake, this um, hypothetical, it's uh, that he's playing. Now they're in Cincinnati week uh, week twelve. So I think this is going to be the first skid, two game skid that at least in my schedule that I see. Um, again, these division games, especially. Cincinnati like you know you look at Baltimore and Cincinnati I mean even the Browns too but they have just a really intense rivalry mm-hmm. the AFC North is very you know to really it's hard to like see how a team can come in on the road and win a game especially right. when Cincinnati is one of the best teams in the league mm-hmm. I think this is a team the Steelers take one on the chin back-to-back losses for the first time this year I, I agree with you again same situation good news uh, a bone bomber so Steelers tied up, Phillies tied up at three. Unfortunately, uh, the Phillies will, I'm mixing everyone up now. The Steelers will lose uh, at Cincinnati. Um, I, I have it as a close one for some reason, but I, I think they will lose as well. Um, I, I just I just feel the Cincinnati is one of those teams that is just on the, the cusp of Super Bowl level. You know, we're yeah, right they have weapons, 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 weapons. Yep. In that. Left and right. So it right, <clears> so goes through, through 12, seven and four. I would take it right now. I'll sign a contract for it. And they coming back home facing the Cardinals. Arizona's going to be brutal. I mean, they should not. There's no excuse. I'm going to make this very quick. They're not going to lose this game. Mm-hmm. They can't. They're not going to lose to the Cardinals. They aren't. Yeah. Kyler Murray should have stayed. Um, well, uh, he's not even going to play. He should have played baseball. He won't even play. Yeah. He should stop. He should retire from football and start playing baseball. He's still in his 20s. He could be in the major leagues in three years. He has a couple hundred million to yeah, absolutely. To kind of keep it in football though. He'll okay. be better than Jordan was when he played minor league baseball. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, so they go. I, I am is winning as well. I, I just don't think the Cardinals are are any kind of team. Um, you know, back of my head though, I see the Steelers losing it because that that's it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. No, I'm going to let it go. Um, and then week fourteen, uh, another Amazon Prime video again. 
either get Amazon Prime, you don't watch the game. Uh, the Patriots on a Thursday night. So they have four days to uh, re- recover from the <clears> win of Arizona. And here come uh, P- Belichick and the Pats. So I think, well, Belichick's a great coach. I'm starting to think that Brady had a lot to do with that. But um, I think they're, I think this, again, I'm, the Patriots always, again, the Steelers have a hard time with the Patriots mm-hmm. just because they're definitely going to get out coached. Yep. 100%. I mean, that's an automatic. Tomlin will get out coached 100%. And Canada will get out coached on the yep. defensive side. Like the defense coordinator will out coach him 100%. That being said, I still think the Steelers are better than the Patriots. Um, I'm not a Matt Jones fan. And I feel like they they have some holes. And the Patriots have a very tough division this year to play in. And they're going to be beaten up. So I feel like the Steelers can win this one at home. I like that the, uh, the Steelers are playing the Patriots late in the year. Because I do think... They uh, and I thought the same thing that they will Patriots will be beaten up. I'm I like Mac Jones, but not enough uh, that he will can can lead the entire team. I think he's Correct. a quality QB, but he's he's not strong enough to win this game. I have them uh, Steelers beating them as well, and both of us are now nine and four, going on the road hilariously to the Colts, who it's amazing they're letting him playing this year in the NFL. If there was a secondary league. Like in uh, in in the in uh, European uh, yeah, the soccer, soccer football, they'd be sent down. Um, so they're, they're playing at the Colts. So again, so the Steelers always have that game where they just like you're like, are you kidding? They just played. They like you know because you keep these teams in the games, and then you get bitten at the end. Right. You know, I don't think this is the game. I mean, the Colts have a lot of issues. The whole Jonathan Taylor situation, rookie quarterback. Defense in transition. I I just can't see how the Colts even score points against teams, but mm-hmm. they're going to make it tight because the Steelers are good at that, right? Playing down right. to the level. Course, yep, yep. I think the Steelers will escape with a win in Indianapolis. I, I also agree. We don't know when this game played or what time. Everything is TBD, but it's going to be ten days after the Patriots. Plenty of time to heal. Correct. Plenty of time to prepare for a bad team. So I agree yeah. with you. That that gives them a win. And right now we are looking at ten and four going to week 16 and here come the Bengals again knowing they uh knowing that both of us agreed when they were in, Pitt, in pittsburgh they lost so now yes. is that right am i right yes so no now, i don't know in cincinnati in, in, in cincinnati <clears throat> lost and now we're now they were going back to pittsburgh i'm gonna give the steelers a win here because i like to go like i said home and away um I think they'll they'll win this game. It'll be an emotional game because it's the Bengals. Bengals at the time will probably have one of the best records in the AFC. Steelers, based on what we're saying, are going to be in contention for something. Mm-hmm. Um, coming off some, you know, kind of like gutless opponents. Now they're now it's going to be a real game. I feel like Tomlin. These are the games that Tomlin gets his team up for. I think they'll show up and they'll win this game. Wow. Okay. So this is uh, the unfortunate part of the schedule that I was afraid of. I have them losing um, Saturday primetime, 4.30. Uh, it just there's something about the Bengals. Maybe I'm just afraid of them. I, I see that. The uh, the kicker is just amazing. The quarterback's quality. They're loaded with talent. And I just it's now back to, you know, going to Cincinnati on the road, even after just losing to the 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 Colts, it's hard for me to see the Steelers winning it. So you go let you take the Steelers 11 to 4. I take them back 10 to 5 as they head to Seattle. This is a loss. You know, it's funny because the Steelers this year, the AFC teams have the extra home game, right? So they're going to have, you know, 17 games. They're going to have nine homes. Um, 
Seattle's the kind of place they don't play well in Seattle. And it's a tough trip, tough stadium to play in. Seattle's one of these teams where, you know, they don't like, you didn't think they were going to be that great last year. Then they, they weren't great, but they were a lot better than you thought. Yeah, yeah, Gino Smith played a lot better than you thought he was going to play. They have, you know, a stud wide receiver. Their defense played a little better. I just feel like this is the kind of game. It's going to be one of those rainy afternoons in Seattle. Tough game. I think that the Steelers slip up on this one. You know, more and more, I, 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 if Geno Smith does the exact same thing in his last year, that's one thing. And Metcalf and, and Lockett, they're awesome. And I want to give the Steelers the win, but I agree. I, I'm very afraid of, of going to Seattle in, in, uh, in December. It, it frightens me a little. And I, I did, I gave him the loss. I want to give him the win and maybe they will. Again, they could surprise both of us, uh, but I give him the loss as well. So that's uh, 11 and five for you. 10 and six for me going into the last game of the regular season TBD on everything. We don't know when or, uh, or what day, um, you know, we don't know what day, we don't know what time or, um, or anything at Baltimore. I, we had them, but we, man, they both, we both picked them to lose back I in week five in Pittsburgh. I I'm going to say, I'm going to give the Steelers a win. Um, the reason is, is I, again, I like to split the games on the division, but I think that this is the kind of thing. This is the kind of game where it's gonna they're gonna have to win this game. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to win the game. Like it's gonna have it's gonna be for a playoff spot or for something. I mean, and I feel like they're gonna they'll come through. It's gonna be one of the, again one of these tight tight games. But I think this is the kind of game when you look back after the year and you're like, okay, where's our quarterback situation now? And you're gonna be like, well, Kenny Pickett went into Baltimore week seventeen and found a way to win the game. And I think that'll make every Steeler fan feel better about the future, knowing that that guy came in in that hostile situation when the game's on the line, probably for both teams, season on the line for both teams, and found a way to get a W. And like what Roethlisberger used to do, and I'm not comparing them, but right, right. I'm just saying, he used to come in those games and throw for 135 yards, but win right, in right. the beginning of his career. And so, you're saying, so, games. so this, this a win there... We'll put him at uh, not Roethlisberger level, but in, in the, the the high level of Steeler quarterbacks, as opposed to the the Neil O'Donnell outside of his one Super Bowl year, a little better than that so far. Yeah, just and it also you know this is the, this is the kind of game where this is how your your teammates, you know, this is how you get all the respect to your teammates. I mean, he'll have the respect already, but you know, when you say I went into Baltimore the last game season and won, mm-hmm. not many teams can do that. First of all, sure. if we're being honest. And I think the Steelers are one of those that can. And I think this is going to be the game where, again, we talk about Pickett, but it's going to be Watt, it's going to be Hayward, it's going to be Fitzpatrick, it's going to be Porter Jr., like all the other players. The defense has got to be huge in this game. Mm-hmm. This is going to be like a playoff-type game, probably will be a playoff-type mm-hmm. game. Um, so I feel like this is the kind of game where we'll learn a lot about this team at the end of the year. So so this is, again, assuming that everyone's healthy on both sides of the, uh, of the ball. And... Uh, and again, I just I, I I feel very strongly that Baltimore is going to be a quality team this year. They're going to fight out with the uh, the Bengals for the uh, the division title. So I had the Steelers losing, and that'll be the last. I had them losing all last three games of the year, which are all power teams. Um, so that I had them. Uh, so you have them twelve and five, and and which which I will first of all, not, I, I, there's no way they're going twelve and five. No, I say that, but I got to look back. If they go twelve and five, I'm going to run around my house because there's no way that. I just don't see them as a 12. I see them as a 10-win team. I do. Okay. 
two, I'm giving them two extra games in there because I'm all like fired up now for the season. But like, you know, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if they won 12. I mean, it would be, but I wouldn't be surprised if they won 10 and I wouldn't be surprised if they won nine or eight. Like, I mean, that's the kind of team you don't know what we're getting. We don't know what the kind of what the offense coordinator is going to do. We don't know if he's going to run college plays again. Mm-hmm. If he does, the team's going to win nine games. That's just the reality. Hey, if Watt doesn't go down last year early on, they they win one or one or two yeah, of those games. Yeah, they're exactly, playoff, and they're a playoff team. Other guys play well, and their offensive line is going to be much better, I think. Um, yeah, we'll see. But I like this. I this is I'm excited about this season. There you go. Well, so this, so it is exciting, and again, this is why it's great talking in August. Um, it's, you know, the preseason already started. We watched the uh, the Browns win a game, of course, against the uh, the hapless Jets without uh, Rogers starting. But it's nice to talk early because soon um, preseason will be underway. Steelers were undefeated last year, if I'm not mistaken, in regular in the preseason, and then uh, did terribly in the first eight games. But all right, so there you go. So, so fans, I, I think uh, what Andy and I are trying to say is that we we both believe the Steelers will be uh, almost or a playoff bound team. Probably ten or more wins is what we're uh, we're predicting as far as the schedule. Yeah, Maybe. I think they'll be a playoff. Yeah, I really do. I think there things have to go right for them a little, uh, but I think that the, the, the talent on this team, um, I think they have enough talent absolutely to go to the playoffs. I don't think they're in the Chiefs. They're definitely not in the Chiefs or the Bills league, and they may not even be in the Bengals, but right. um, probably not. But I think if you take those teams and maybe throw in a couple more, like, you know, you have Miami, mm-hmm. some other teams that could be really good, Chargers, like you don't, you know, but I think the Steelers, though, will be a team that nobody really wants to play right. because they're physical, mm-hmm. smash mouth, and well-coached. So uh, I'm going to go into predictions in, in a few seconds, but uh, are you happy if the Steelers win 10, 11 games, make the playoffs, lose in the first round? Well, I'm never happy when they lose in the playoffs, but I will have a good feeling going into the next year. It depends how it works. Like if the Steelers are 10-0 and 0 and then they lose the last you know, seven, right. you're not happy, right? But if they go in and they're like, you know, three or four games above 500 the whole year, and then that's how they end up and it's consistent, then that's a different way. It depends how they lose and everything. But if you're telling me they get into the playoffs and they lose in the first round to like Kansas City or Buffalo or a team like that, you know what? I don't think they were beating those teams anyway. Right, right. But let's just at least, it's nice as a football fan to have games in January that count. That we'll be able to watch games. And that's all I want as a fan is to be able to, get you know enjoy those playoff games it's the best weekend in sports so true so true so there so now we're going to lead into predictions these are predictions that people had texted me before the show and some experts that i found online and I'm going to, you're going to tell me if you see any of these things happening but i thought of one before i'm going to go into these they let's say the steelers finish nine and eight again this year missed the playoffs is tomlin's coaching job in, in jeopardy well I don't think he's coaching jobs in jeopardy because to me, you can't be over 500 and get fired. I just don't see it. Like, and it also, again, depends how the season goes. Like last year, a lot of people had, didn't like how Tomlin was coaching the team. But to me, most of the resentment and the anger was at the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you right now, if they go nine and eight, Canada will be out unless they're scoring all these points again, the defense sucks, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Nine and eight, his seat will be warm, but it's not going to be hot. And we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, sometimes it's just your time and you, but he's been coaching for a long time and he's been a very successful coach yes. and he'll probably get a job somewhere else if he was not 
coaches even 100% get a job somewhere else. I mean, he's a very, you know, Tomlin's a very impressive individual. But I don't think he'll be fired if they're not. Right. No so there you go. I, I agree with you. Um, I, I think he's beloved in um, and, and Pittsburgh and respected in the game. <clears throat> I don't think he's going anywhere unless they have a complete utter collapse in which some something's going to have to change. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So somebody said the Steelers are going to go to the AFC championship game. And if they do go to the AFC championship game, um, do you think, who do you think they'll play the Bengals, bills, chiefs, or Ravens? Well, if they go to the AFC championship game, I want to be like, I'll be so excited. I mean, that's going to be like, make, I don't even care if they play at that point. <laughs> if you're in the AFC championship, you just have to win one game and you're in the Super Bowl. Right. Right. I think Kansas, I think we play Kansas City. You think Chiefs are the still the the premier team in that in that league? Yes, right. I think so. I agree one hundred percent. Holmes, I, I just can't see. I don't see him losing. So the, this was a fun prediction, but it, it's different than what you and I had picked. But let's just say it. This person said the Steelers are going to sweep the Bengals, Browns, and Ravens in a regular season, and then one of them will knock them off in the playoffs. You see that happening? Well, I want to. I don't know what what he's smoking, this guy, but to, <laughs> but I want some of that if that's the case. Um, I mean, it could happen. I mean, you listen, they lost to the Browns in the playoffs a couple of years ago that, you know, that crazy playoff game. I mean, any of these teams, if you're in a playoff team in the NFL, you can beat anybody. So it would not be surprised me if they played the Ravens, beat them twice and then played the Ravens in the playoffs and lost mm -hmm. or played the Bengals. And it wouldn't surprise me the other way is if they played the Bengals and lost to them twice and then played the Bengals in the playoffs and beat them. Right. right. Wouldn't, a lot of it depends, like, if you're at home weather conditions but i feel like yeah i wouldn't surprise me if these teams all right there you go um why plays the full season and leads the nfl in sacks i would love it um he has a chance to i mean if he plays every game he does especially the way their their demons got better um i think he has a chance right. if he could play the whole season yeah but you know i mean there's a lot a lot of good players boza is excellent um mm -hmm. you know you have a lot of good a lot of good players in this league. A lot of quality, but he, I, I think the, the most important thing there, how great to see him play a full season. That's all we exactly. want. Well, that's the key. That's the key. Absolutely. absolutely. At least on the defensive side. And I think as the uh, the team flows, even more so than uh, the, the quarterback, Watt is the heart of that team right now. All right. Uh, last one. Pickett has more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns by the end of the year. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> if that's a case then they're in a lot of trouble they're in a lot of trouble there you go well be playing a full season if that's the case that's what i, I think uh, he I, runs I, but he's not a running quarterback he's very mobile mm -hmm. but he's not like jalen hurts jalen hurts can run and throw but him he's like a running quarterback he's like you know justin fields is a running quarterback right like lamar jackson's a running quarterback pickett's not a running quarterback he's athletic kind of mm -hmm. like how uh trevor lawrence is athletic and can run but he's not a running quarterback per se. So, so you can you can see Pickett getting uh, enough passing touchdowns this year to. They don't want him race. running. Without this concussion history, they don't want him running a lot. They yeah. don't. All right, all right. Uh, fun move from here. You, you uh, you're picking a um, one player from the Steelers for your fantasy league offense and defense. Who's your one pick from the Steelers? My one pick for the Steelers, I think, is going to have a really good year. That's a really good one. I'm going to say, I think George Pickens is going to have a really good year okay. this year. I know he's the, he's everybody's saying that because he had a really good first year, but they're going to throw, they're going to throw deep this year a little more. They're going to create more chances for him, more jump, you know, plays where he can make a play, mm -hmm. make a play on the ball, splash plays, like they say. I think he's going to have a great year. There you go. It, it wasn't, it wasn't a stretch. I had, uh, I had Harris. 
Yeah, um, I like Harris too. Yep. I'm just, I love the uh, what they did to the line. And I think just improving upon that is going to be quality. Yeah. I think he's still he's still probably one of the one of the best running backs in the uh, the AFC. Even though if I had a chance, I'd have to argue if he plays all year, I'd love to get Watt if you were able to pick uh, defensive guys, not just <laughs> yeah. Sure. Even though on my fancy team, my my defense is the Steelers because okay, you always have to have. But that, Harris is my pick. All right, so we're winding down now. I know fans, I'm sorry, but you know they, everything has to come to an end. But as we wind down. The last time we spoke, Andy, which was a few years ago when we talked Steelers, we talked about our favorite Steeler of all time. Now I want to know, and you can think about it for a few seconds, what is your favorite Steeler memory? My favorite Steeler memory was going to an AFC playoff game back at Three River Stadium when the Steelers beat the Bills, and it was freezing. It must have been like a degree. I don't even know if it was a degree. It may have been minus and I was sitting in the bleachers, one of my my friend Carl uh, Zabriskie, one of my good friends, and we had like sitting like in the end zone, like top of the stadium, pretty much like last row, and watched them beat the Bills in the playoffs, and that was unbelievable. That moment, outstanding. Um, yeah, and that, I'll never forget that game. That's fun. That's funny. Again, yeah, there are many. That's a moment. And, it's, it's and not- I went to. That was the first day, game because I was there. Right, right. Which which is fine. Okay. I, I didn't I didn't give you any um I, I didn't give you any parameters. So being there in person, my yeah. I've never been to a, a Steeler game. Um I went to uh I saw the Pirates uh play the uh the um the Cardinals back when uh at three rivers when um McGuire was going on his home run tear. Yeah. I saw that game. Um but I, I never saw a Steeler game live. Yeah, my stadium back in the day was was rocking. I mean was. that place was rocking. I mean it was like playing on cement, that turf, but it was just rocking. I mean, it was just crazy. That's why the Steelers, the players were so damn crazy. And that, yeah, that they were. And it's like the terrible towels and it's mm-hmm. just it, the whole, I mean, it was just, I remember how cold it was, man. I'll tell you, I was like, please win this game. I don't want to like him suffering, but it was just one of the, probably one of the best sports moments I ever witnessed. That's outstanding. See, see, that's, that's beautiful. Mine, again, only because I remember watching it. Um, I had the, the hand of God when Roethlisberger tackled um, uh, Nick oh, yeah. Colts after, after Bettis fumbled on the goal line. And um, he, he, I just remember him. Now, again, I, I'm sure during the moment I was freaking out. I just remember him falling backwards after after um, Harper, you know, kind of faked him out. And he reached back and he just got the tip of the shoe. Yeah, and tripped them up because it was it was wide open. Now I doubt Harper would outrun the uh, you know somebody would have caught him, but you know then Vanderjat missed missed the forty six yard field goal to tie it. Steelers win. Um, it was, but I remember that so vividly. Out of any other, and there are many, but that one I, I remember so vividly. I'll tell you, I don't know if anybody would have caught him. Like that play, he had a couple of guys. I think Heath Miller was the last guy, the next guy there, but it was Harper versus Heath Miller. I don't know if he's catching him. Like, yeah. and Heath Miller wasn't slow, but he's not a defensive back. Right, right. And he had a couple of guys with him. He had like two, like an entourage of a couple of guys, if I remember to play correctly. But yes, that was unbelievable. And then Banderjad missed the field goal, and there we go. It, 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 was, it was beautiful. It really was. A lot was. of things happened. So when I, when I think it's, because I, I was reading a couple uh, of interviews, and Bettis says that he 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 almost he almost threw up on the field because it was almost as if the um someone went back in time and, and changed that moment because... Bettis was almost as if it was going to happen 
And his whole time at Pittsburgh would have been remembered for that one moment. Oh, career. Yeah, it's whole, it's whole career. Oh, career. It would have been, it would have been, yes, yeah, whole career. Ah, uh, oh, thank God they won that game. Because it would just been another painful uh, memory, another painful moment. By the way, the um, it's 3-3, three, three, uh, but Steelers have um, runners on the corners with one out. And Cave is up again, even though he, uh, yeah, I know it's painful. But at least there's one out. All right, so here we go. So predictions for 2023-24 season. I got him 10-7. and seven, And you have him 12-5. and five, Still double-digit wins, an improvement over last year. And we both agree, I think they're playoff bound. I really, really do. I think we'll have. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they have the talent. We have. We'll have an extra game this year. Let's just hope that we just not didn't jinx it because you know how many people are going to listen to this uh, podcast, and then I don't want to get that juju out there. So, Andy, thank you again for coming on the show, sharing your knowledge, your Steeler insight. Just know, I, I to this day, I give you credit for making me a Steeler fan and a Philly fan. But you also get the blame for that too. So just know that. When people say why, I'm like, well, because Andy, he, he did it to me, damn it. Uh, so you get the credit for that too. Well, you think about this. You could have always been a Met fan and you'd be miserable. So true. So true. imagine a Mets Dallas. Who does that? There aren't right. people like that. That's terrible. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Talking With People, a quarantine football with Nate and Ryan production hosted by Adam Pallant. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook so you'll be alerted to future episodes and hit the follow button where you find your podcasts. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, leave a review, right? Why not? Absolutely. Hey, if you want to be on the show or even want to chat, you can reach me directly through Twitter at LoneDog71. Keep your eyes and ears out for the next show. I will be talking New York Jets football. It is funny, right? I got I go from Steelers to Jets with another guest, my former Trent Thunder baseball roommate, Jeremy Fishman. And people, now here is closing music by Jason Licht. He's a freshman at College of New Jersey. Take it away, Jay.